my constellation is going to appear above it's going to be appear above Orion's belt. Okay. All right. It is going to be a four-star constellation uh-huh. as far as point and point. Yeah. And they will connect this way, and it is the constellation of Cervantes <laughs> forming <laughs> forming Orion's mustache. <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 18. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hetch. And I have come to give all of us the blessing of Targon. <laughs> it's happening. It's Oh my me, goodness, baby. it's happening. <laughs> yeah, Targon's the new region, and we're just going to hop straight into it, because it's perfect uh, that we finished up, you know, our Ionian path uh, leading up to this. So, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a bit at the end. But at the top, you know, we do housekeeping. So you can listen to us everywhere still. Uh, that hasn't changed. Follow us on Twitter to keep up with the episodes. The easiest way, that's at Podcast Core. That's spelled C-O-R. And you can also send an email to the same name at gmail.com. Uh, and leave a like, follow, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, we always ask. And then as, as always, help a friend and show them the true beauty of listening to the casuals of Runeterra podcast. Uh, At least like your impersonation of like Tariq's voice isn't like spot on. Otherwise, like I would have left. I would have, this call would have ended and you would have been on this cast by yourself. State of the game. State of the game. game. Uh, So what are we playing? So I played a lot. I got to play a lot, actually. And that, that, that's good, right? Because we're coming towards the end of the Spirit Blossom event. I'm trying to farm petals, you know, get to my cards without having to buy the uh, battle pass. <laughs> trying, trying to play it free this time. Uh, we're just free to fun. play casual gamers here. <laughs> I know, right? I know. And, and the deck I ended up on uh, since last episode is Slain and Twisted Fate Midrange, uh, which is one of the more popular decks. This is when I pulled off the net, you know, net decked it. Um, wasn't trying to do anything cute. I, I spent a good bit of the beginning of the season playing around with things I wanted to play around with. Uh, so this plays your basic Swain package to get damage in, get him built up. Uh, so you're playing the uh, the volley effect that you know hits three targets. You're playing the uh, three cost three two that you know generates a keg. You're playing the two cost that generates a keg, uh, and then Twisted Fate in this deck actually does not function to be flipped. He's in there mainly for his three abilities, right? So he's a four cost with a lot of range to say, okay, do I want to draw this turn? Do I want to get those, you know, do I want to attack everybody so I can get all those to build up Swain? Or do I just want to stun something so I can get my Swain in there um, and then destroy the back line? Pretty straightforward. It's a good deck. No, nothing crazy going on there. I, and I like that you mentioned the that part with Twisted Fate because I think a lot of people just kind of forget how good he is at just triggering plunder. Like, yeah. It's like maybe the plunder is going to be a much bigger effect than actually working towards his level up. Like it's yeah. not every Twisted Fate deck cares about leveling up Twisted exactly. Fate. Twisted Fate is a good card. That's <laughs> why it costs four for two two. All those effects are nuts. Hey, any card that has like on the background three card effects behind <laughs> it, uh, like it's gonna be good. That's just yep. how card games work. Exactly. What do you What do you plan? Um, so I have just been digging deeper into my degeneracy because I got tired of trying to 
Um, I, I've got a couple dumb decks in the work, mm-hmm. and they're not working. <laughs> so I I retooled one of my Misfortune decks um, from doing Misfortune with Lucian, and I've switched it up with doing Misfortune with Garen. Yeah. And I've just been trying to rally and scout my way into victories. I I had one... I had one game this last week where I had Garen on the field against mm-hmm. a spider deck and I had two copies of single combat in hand. Nice. And so I flipped Garen like the very next turn. <laughs> it was gross. Like I played him on a defensive turn and then just flipped him because it was just like, okay, before I even attack, I'm just going to single combat this Elise. Like, <laughs> it was, Good job it was spending gross. the rest of the game trying to and, deal with my Garen. And and then like getting that free rally off of Garen when you have a scout in play just means that Misfortune's going to level up ridiculously fast. <laughs> Not even funny how fast you will level up. So it's, but hopefully soon I like I hadn't been playing as much as I should as far yeah. as to get new decks. So hopefully soon I'll dig in, really put my nose to the grind, and have something dumb to show. So we know that Garen is truly, truly outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> Which is our main topic today. We're talking about Tarek. Um, so like we said, Targon's been announced as the next region. Uh, we'll have an episode where we'll talk about how they're releasing this expansion over the course of a couple of releases, which is a cool concept that we haven't seen before. But for now, they've given us a couple cards and Tarek to start off uh, the release of characters. So more characters are being revealed daily. Uh, they do a real go- good job with that. But we're going to start with the spell gem. So not gems, it's just gem. You get one. So this is a one cost burst spell that says heal an ally one and grant it plus one plus zero can't be cast in combat or response to a spell so this is an interesting card right this is the first time we've kind of seen this functionality where it has limitations that counter its you know being a a burst spell so this is technically a slow spell if you think about it when you factor in that card text but the benefit is that it allows you to maintain priority when you play because it's a burst spell So it's an interesting way for them to get around their base rule set to say, hey, here's a cool effect, but here's some limitations to stop it from being broken. So it shows that they have the realm to not only do that, but to uh, they can nerf cars in different ways. Right. With just text alone, um, which is cool. And I think this effect is going to be popular, like like mushrooms are right, because you'll see it as a discard resource naturally, because you can generate a lot of these things based on the cards we're getting. Uh, and then you can also see it pairing probably with uh, decks because of the low cost that require spells to trigger, right? Um, so, you know, if you're, you're going to see this in the Freljord, most likely, uh, to most buff likely. up some creatures. Yeah, um, like, and the the fact that it has a stipulation on it to, like, kind of keep burst in line mm-hmm. really does, like, when you start theory crafting the decks that want spells, like, Ezreal is not going to want this yeah. because Ezreal, yes, it's really nice to have that cheap spell to maintain priority, <laughs> but you want to have that effect to be able to like flip your Ezreal, give over turn, and then be able to just 
dumpster your hand yeah like one they go for the killing blow yeah so and jim just already is balanced for that it's it, it's nice that they're already just taking the initiative of like okay we have an idea of how this could be bad yeah <laughs> let's get ahead of it and they can always take the text off right and then leave the card as is uh i, I th- i'm gonna see People are going to fall for that Ezreal trap naturally, uh, but I think this effect definitely benefits quick attack creatures and overwhelm creatures because overwhelm probably more because the goal is to keep overwhelm creatures alive. It doesn't matter how much health they have as long as they're alive because you want the damage to get through, right? Um, yeah. Face is the place, as we always say. Uh, what, what follower do you have for us out of this out of this bundle? I, I am super excited just for like the whole Targon package because of the fact that it's playing around support, yeah. um, which is just already such a cool mechanic that it's pseudo unique to um, to Runeterra. So I'm looking at Mentor of the Stones, and it's a three mana, one, one, everybody just hit the f key in chat <laughs> but it is a it has support yeah. grant my support ally plus two plus two mm-hmm. and it also has last breath create three gems in hand gems. spell we just spoke about and um obviously like three mana one one is like if you just are looking at that you just grab that card you throw it in the trash can and you move on but the the fact that the support on this one is granting an ally plus two plus two, the big word there is grant. That means that plus two plus two is permanent. Yep. So you get one attack off with Mentor of the Stones. You're, it, it's already becoming a 3-3 three, three for three mm-hmm. mana and as far as just effective stats, and it's spreading its stats out as well as giving you the reward of gems when it dies because it's 1-1. It's going to die. It's a really cool card, and I love that we're seeing a lot more support uh, cards coming in because that's just going to give a lot more fun into the ordering of your attacks and the way that you're also going to block, like what creatures are you going to prioritize killing over other ones. Because to that point, yeah, to that point, what we're seeing from these support cards is that you're going to have to be more proactive. And that's something that Runeterra pushes, which is why, you know, I really enjoy the game, is that it wants you to interact with your opponents, kind of the opposite of Hearthstone, right? Because you can't let a support deck like this just build and just ignore them and do your own thing, because at some point it becomes unmanageable. Like you said, that one one has to die. Even though it gives a lot of value, it has to. And if it doesn't, that's another turn you have to deal with, and you're getting further and further behind. And it's also the card is just the art that they've given us is ri- adorable, ridiculously <laughs> adorable. Like I like I've I was on my phone just like trying to zoom in because I'm like, what is that? Because I already just I I want to protect him. It's like those cute puppies <laughs> that have old men faces. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. It's a two-week-old bulldog. <laughs> exactly. Like, this, uh, this, this takes us to the man himself who needs no introduction, uh, the, the beacon of hope, Tarek. Yeah. So Tarek's interesting, right? I mean, we, we always somehow go back to Damasia <laughs> somehow. Yeah. And we get another case here where Tarek was raised in Damasia. 
Um, he was skilled enough to fight the top ranks. He's, you know, built guy, trained martial arts, but he didn't really enjoy it. Uh, he His personality doesn't fit what the Damasian ideal is. He's more of like a self-sacrificial style, um, volunteer spirit. Like when I think about him, you read a story. It's definitely somebody you would think who does a lot of volunteering. He focuses on like people, not ideals. Damasian is about ideals and protecting those. So you can definitely see the conflict there. They talk about him volunteering it, you know, with medics at hospitals, helping stonemasons, just helping people. Uh, but he also has an exploration side, right, that fits more like Quinn's style where, you know, he likes animals, he likes stargazing, he likes exploring and seeing what's out there and not just in the sake of, you know, conquering and victory and all that stuff. Um, even with all that going on, they still kept him in the order and he ended up becoming a dauntless vanguard, which had just talked about in the past, that prestige. Uh, and he was assigned to protect a sword captain or work with a sword captain in his regiment until it went wrong. Sword captain was killed. <laughs> Something always goes wrong. Everybody was killed. It has There has to be tragedy, right? It's just the way this works. <laughs> the sword captain was killed. Tarek's whole group along with them was killed. And he was the only one that survived. And then rumors started spreading of him essentially being negligent and roaming off or doing his own thing while all this was going on. We don't know exactly what happened, but we do know he does have some guilt. So something did go wrong. Um, exactly what that is hasn't come out yet. And Garen, you know, being a true bro here, uh, notices this. And we noticed that we talked about Garen where, you know, he is the ideal Damascian soldier, but he rec recognizes um, people who will fall outside of that. So like his sister, he understands that, like, you know, Lucian, you know, Quinn, um, Tarek here, where he saves him. He's like, OK, instead of executing him, uh, let's sentence him to climb Mount Targon, uh, which is essentially supposed to be an exile situation <laughs> where it's like, hey, just go do it and just don't come back and we'll say you died. Um, yeah. But he actually does it. And when he gets up there, he goes through this whole thing where he endures all these different visions that show his his personality and his his drive and he ends up completing it making it to the top where he's granted this magical power and he ends up becoming the shield of valoran or the aspect of protection uh, which i don't know if that plays into any celestial stuff we'll get back there maybe later uh but it's definitely cool uh to see that him become this essentially figure to not only protect individual people of damasia but now everyone in the world yeah, and we it's good that you bring up the Celestials because, like, the big thing as far as once Tarek reaches the summit of Mount Targon is that there's definitely something deeper at play. Like, it's not like Garen's story where Garen is so driven within Demacia that it's just Demacia, Demacia, Demacia. Like, mm -hmm. once he reaches the summit of Mount Targon with whatever occurred there – he is getting to see a the bigger picture of Rune Terra. Yeah, and uh, there's mysteries to unfold. <laughs> <laughs> grab 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 your monocle, Watson. The story is afoot. <laughs> <laughs> and so the card plays into that same support style that we've seen from cards like Shen, right? So Tarek is a four cost two four with support. Give me and my supported ally tough this round. Copy the last spell you cast on only me this round onto that ally. And to level up, he has a I've seen you target or support allies seven plus times. And then when he flips, he gets that plus one plus one that's common. Uh, so he becomes a three five 
with the tag, uh, my supported ally and I can't take damage or die this round. And then still with the copy the last spell you cast on only me this round onto my ally. Unyielding spirit on a oh stick. My gosh. Hook me up. <laughs> what this card says to me, first of all, well done. Uh, seven plus allies, I think, is fine because that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of supporting you have to do. So you can't completely veer away from that style of build. You have to commit to the supported style build. So I like that. Uh, stat line seems fine to me. This is definitely... This definitely plays into what I said earlier, where support decks, you have to deal with the deck as you're playing. You can't just let things happen because at some point it becomes unmanageable no matter what kind of cards you have, unless you have a runation because it's runation. Uh, but we haven't seen that card play in quite some time. I, I know like a couple of decks have started like splashing it in just to. Yeah, like a uh, one of as a one of just to have that insurance policy. And one of the things you're bringing up is like that you have to interact with a support deck, which we can only really theorize that on paper because to this point, all that we've had to work off of is shin. Like there have like this support, the support deck idea has not been supported. (laughs) It has not been fully supported by riot yet. And the fact that they are, Shown us, showing us with the Tarek reveal, hey, we want to play more with the support keyword is super exciting. Um, I all the cards like just gut reaction. Mm-hmm. I I'm looking at mana costs with the stats. Like I look at that before seeing the text, and they Riot has always shown that they have a lot of passion as far as keeping the balance to the game and with changing slowly without really throwing major wrenches into how the game works. So I, I want to believe that a lot of this stuff is going to be making a huge splash when it comes in and that it's going to be fun. But a lot of these support things, like even Tarek, a four mana two, four, like that's what Shin was for a hot second. Yeah. And he had to get buffed. And that was the only support card that we had really or the support champion that we had really before this point. Like it's like I kind of like on the fence as far as like how I think it's going to work. Do I still find it exciting? Hell yeah. I'm going to be bringing (laughs) I'm going to bring in my gemstone studded Fabio into gameplay. Like I'm I'm super stoked for it. But it's it's one of those things of I. Um, we got to see it. We got to actually get our hands on it. Uh, yeah. And this takes me into, you know, we're going to move into. So I like the card. I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays. It's introducing a lot, like you said. Uh, but this kind of takes us to the fate of the game section where we just want to talk about was Targon your guess for the next region? It wasn't for mine. No, it was not for me at all. But are you happy? I'm definitely like what they're doing with it right now is definitely exciting mm-hmm. um like uh, initially i really wasn't that happy for it because my my guess was going to be sharima and yeah same here i like and with, of course like i just had my imagination running wild with what they could do with sharima and i just let it go crazy i gave my hopes up so it's one of those things with like okay targon's the next region and i'm like Boo! But the, all the reveals so far have just been so exciting, yeah. and the fact that they're really throwing a lot 
of new effects into the game because one of the things that we didn't get to talk about with Tarek that was revealed at the same time and I'm kind of surprised that that's not how his card works was um, Spell Shield and Spell Shield being a mechanic that works very similar to Hexproof and Magic the Gathering um, a an effect that lets your followers ignore a spell mm-hmm. or essentially just like cancel out a spell that can't be targeted like i would have thought that Tarek would have had that like they they're showing that they've that they've been putting a lot of work into this and that the logical steps aren't the right path is and that's going to be my story that i'll stick to okay. until i see otherwise but it's i i, I want to see more i want to see more like the fact that i want to see more is a good sign well, regardless you know, of how butthurt i am you know what we always have more of is that part of the episode where, <laughs> where I have a challenge for Hatch. Hatch has left the call. Hatch has left the call. So this week, once again, we're going to keep it themed. Uh, you have to name a constellation, your own. So you're going to create your own constellation and then describe what it is. Uh, because that's the theme they went with. So as always, oh, no. as a courtesy, as the host, I will do mine first. So mine is the Sash of Argon. And it sits right below Orion's belt. Okay. But it's smaller, so it's only two stars instead of three. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know. It came to me in a dream. It was truly, truly outrageous. All right. All right. Luckily, luckily, my brain is ready oh for my, this one. You're always, I'm going to get you one of these days. I'm going to get you. My brain is ready for this one. All right. All right. Because okay. my constellation is going to appear above. It's going to be appear above Orion's belt. Okay. All right. It is going to be a four star constellation uh-huh. as far as point and point. Yeah. And they will connect this way. And it is the constellation of Cervantes <laughs> forming, <laughs> forming Orion's mustache. <laughs> At me, son. <laughs> Cervantes makes a comeback. Thank In you the for stars. L- he will never be forgotten. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Cervantes of Runeterra. <laughs> and with that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with the next episode. (laughs) Take care, everybody.